Welcome to the Sacramento Real Estate Podcast with information you can use to make better choices. And now, here's home rocket real estate broker, David Jarowitz. How do you translate what you learn on the football field to real estate? That's what I'm going to try to figure out today with Raymond Noble of Summit Funding. Hello, Raymond. Greetings. How are you today? I'm in good shape. Thank you very much. Now, I am very curious. Uh, you used to play football, and now you do mortgages. How did that all happen? My dad is uh, has been a real estate broker since I was 15, and so the first uh, one of my first jobs was cleaning houses that my dad was going to sell or cleaning out houses that he had bought and was going to uh, resell. So that's kind of my, my first... Uh, uh, experience with uh, an aspect of real estate. Okay, and then how did you get into football? Well, football, I started playing football when I was nine years old, and it was just something I loved to do. Uh, I actually loved basketball better, but I was better at football. Uh, happened to be fast, and I couldn't jump that well, so uh, it was a, a long journey, a lot of perseverance, um, just uh, and a lot of luck, and you know, God gave me some talents that, that uh, allowed me to be good at it. What position did you play for what team? I played defensive back, cornerback for the Denver Broncos. Wow. 1986. 1986. All right. So how would you equate what you learned in football to what you're doing now? Is there are any correlation? Oh, lots, lots of them. Sports is really a microcosm of life in that you have uh, good plays, you have bad plays, uh, just like in life, you have good days and bad days. And, you know, when you have a bad day, you need to forget about it and, you know, know that the next play, you have to have a good play. So it's just like waking up after a bad day, you need to turn around and have another good day. So it's similar in that nature, as well as um, it is a team game. Life is a team game. And so if you have a good team around you, life is easier than if you're if you have a bad team around you. So, uh, you know, just some similar, some similarities. Uh, now, what advice did the coach give to you personally to make you a better player? Uh, the first thing that pops into my mind is, is my coach in junior college. He told me, yes, I'm a great player, but I'm not a great player when I try to do more than my job. You know, there's 11 guys on the defense. My job is to do certain things based on the coverage. You know, if I do my job and the next guy does his job and the next guy does his job, then, you know, we have a successful play. If I do too much and that means I break down in my own responsibility, then, you know, we have a bad play. Now apply that to uh, mortgages. Exactly the same. Sometimes, uh, you know, it, this is a team game. You know, I'm the lender, and when we break the huddle and we call a play, my play is to take care of the financing. The real estate agent's play is to take care of the residential real estate stuff. The title company's play is to do their job. So the appraiser's job is to do his, you know, the appraisal job. The home inspector, he's supposed to do his job. The homeowner's insurance, his job is to do it. When we all take care of our responsibility and do it well, then we have a good play. And most importantly, the buyer's job is to do their job. It's part of their responsibility is to get us the documents on time as quickly as possible. And uh, when you know it all comes together real nice and smooth. Sometimes we you know we have a breakdown, 
and then it's not quite as smooth but you know our job is to manage our job and that's it now since we're in a world of uh, instant gratification would you recommend a no huddle offense absolutely not I try to huddle up uh, with my teammates as, as often as possible and you know the reason why is it, it makes our relationship stronger so that when we have a bad play we survive the bad play to get to the next play if you never huddle up nobody knows each other so that there's not as much trust you don't really know what my competence level is so then you don't have as much trust so we may never get to the next play so it's really important to huddle up uh, would you say you and me personally have we been huddling up have we been doing a good job absolutely I think we we could probably do a little better but you know I think you know we do well we, we communicate well when we get together yeah so what do you think it, it, as you peer into the future of mortgages will they occur faster or will they become more complicated what do you see well the owner of summit funding Todd his goal is to have us be able to do loans in seven days you know to right now we are at 27 days. So his goal is to shut it to is to cut 20 days off of the process. And so uh, there are things that are happening that you can see are going to make our industry faster. How on earth is he going to do seven days? Well, if you look at just one aspect, which is the appraisal, they are changing the way appraisals are done so that it can become a computer-generated process. And just by the computer-generated appraisal, the bank will feel comfortable with one aspect of, of the purchase, which is the property. Because somebody will go out there and say it's a, a level two property, the bank is going to be okay with it. So that's going to cut, that could cut five or six days off the process. Wow. So you, you would actually envision a time when we could write an offer and say we'll close in a week? Absolutely. That blows my mind. My you can buy a car. You can buy a car in one day. You go in there and, and you go come out of there in the same day you have a car. So why would the the why would a home be different other than there's things that we just can't get the information that quickly? So when the information flows faster, the process will be faster. Boy, I'm with you. I've been wanting that my whole 30-year career, <laughs> and uh, you're the first person that's ever mentioned that it's possible. I'm I'm pleased. Well, that, that, that comes from uh, talking to people who have a little more control than the average loan officer about the process. So, you know, I believe that he will get what he wants. He typically does. Now, uh, speaking in generalities, what should a consumer be looking for when they're shopping for a mortgage? In my opinion, you ought to shop with somebody that you trust. I mean, you look in their eyes and you sit down and meet with them and you trust that the things that they're going to tell you are true. You know, you want to know that they're competent and you want to have confidence in their ability and the fact that they're going to tell you what's true. Now, how would they check out the company? Because anybody could say, oh, we're going to close escrow in 21 days or whatever, and, and their company isn't set up to do it, and so they don't perform at the end. How do, we, how do you know if, that's, if what they're telling you is reasonable? Well, you can ask them for some, refer some references. You know, show me, you know, who, who have you closed alone with in the last... Uh, 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, 120 days, and let me let me talk, let me call a couple of them. That sounds really good. Well, I want to thank you very much for taking some time and explaining all that to us. I, I wish you all the best in your mortgage business. Oh, it's been my pleasure. Call me anytime. That's Raymond Noble for Summit Funding and his uh, view of the mortgage world. Thanks for listening to the Sacramento Real Estate Podcast with David Gerowitz of Home Rocket Real Estate. 
you can reach him at area code 916-682-6454. Our best wishes to you. Goodbye for now.